Hey everyone, Mario Barecki here, and I am known as the Conversation Guy. I'm also the founder of MediaMar, and at MediaMar, we help thought leaders craft and distribute conversations that convert. I believe everything starts with a conversation. I believe conversations are the most powerful way to create connections, to create relationships, and to create opportunities with each other. So everything has a basis in conversation. And on this podcast that you're about to listen to, I'm going to have 10-minute conversations with thought leaders to do just that, create relationships, create opportunity, but more importantly, to convey value, value from them and their perspective and how they operate on a daily basis, and to really tell a story that can bring some value and positivity tips, tricks, ideas, what have you, to your life to make it better. So sit back, relax, buckle in. It's going to be a wild ride. I know those things don't quite go together. Sit back, relax, and buckle in. But it's going to be a lot of fun, and we're going to get the conversation started right now. And as always, don't forget, if you like what you hear, please rate and review our podcast. It is my honor and privilege to bring back on the line... Errol Leandre, we had such a fantastic conversation on the last episode where he told his extremely powerful story of how he overcame stuttering, being bullied, and now how he is bringing this gift to the world. And he's now a public speaker and he's with Toastmasters. He's actually finished in the top 28 out of 30,000 participants in the past year competing with Toastmasters, going from stutterer who was bullied to a public speaker who's in the top in, in the top 30 in the world. So it's a really, really remarkable story. And he was actually just telling me another story between shows where I actually stopped him. And I said, Errol, we need to stop because I need to record this because it's that powerful. So I'm going to bring him back on the line and have him tell this story because he is not only is he someone who just has a great energy and such a such a kind heart, but he's a great articulator, a great speaker, and uh, he really is... The story is just very powerful. So errolleandre.com is where you can find him if you want to learn more about Errol and connect with him on, on online and social media. And uh, Errol, it's such a pleasure to have you back on the show. And I'm going to ask you to start from the beginning and tell that story that you were just telling me so that we can share it with everyone else listening, not just between the two of us. <laughs> Thank you, Mara. Again, I appreciate you having me here today. Thank you. <laughs> well, <clears throat> I've shared before that I had a speech impediment and I've grown, I've, I've grown up um, stuttering really bad. And there was times I couldn't get the words out. I hated stuttering because I was always being picked on, was being bullied. And, and I hated life. I really hated life. I hated waking up every morning with stress and anxiety of not knowing what to expect that day because of the challenges that a person have to live with with stuttering, especially that I have. So, you know, kids used to always pick on me um, and, and I hated it. Well, over the years, and I've shared with you earlier, I was, was fortunate to accept the fact that I stutter and I'm learning to live with it. And I've learned to make the best of my life, whether I stuttered or not. And whoever likes it, likes it. Who don't? It's just too bad. I'm going to be me and I'm going to love me. Well, over the period of time, you know, the stuttering began to um, let let up. Stuttering began to ease and I began to stop stuttering. Well, this particular time, I was at the age roughly about 21 and was working for this company. And we had a social gathering one evening. So while at the social gathering, enjoying myself, having a great time, this little kid walked up to me. He said, uh, 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 
hi, are, 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 are you Errol Le- 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 Leandre? I said, yes. He said, my, 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 my name is, my, my, my name is Charles. I heard you, 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 you used to stutter. I said, yes, I did. He said, can you please help me to stop stuttering? Because life, life is hard. I'm, 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 I'm constantly being bullied and, 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 and picked on. And, and, and when, when, when I speak, no, no, no one take, takes me seriously. And I looked at him. I said, yes, yes, I'll help you. All I saw before me was little Errol Leandre. And when I looked at the kid, my heart dropped. Yes, I would help you. And I said, wait a minute. How do you know me? Who told you? I stuttered. He said, my, 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 my dad. I said, your dad? Is he here? He said, y- yes. I said, well, take me to him. So as he led me to his dad, I ran into his mother. And I couldn't remember her, but she remembered me. She said, Errol, I remembered you and I've heard so much about you. I said, okay. Then all of a sudden, I felt a pat on my shoulder. And when I turned around, I froze. I couldn't believe it. When I looked into the eyes of this man, my anxiety began to kick in. I began to get stressed. And I clenched my fist. Right before me stood the one kid that made my life a living hell growing up when I was in elementary. I'm like, huh? God, why are you doing this to me? At that moment, I was ready to strike. And when he looked at me, he said, Errol, I haven't seen you in a long time. I was totally speechless, shocked. And when I, and he said, I see that you met Charles. He said, Charles comes home every day crying. I changed his classrooms change schools, and it seems as he's keep getting bullied. He's keep constantly being picked on. I don't know how to help him. And he said, I was wondering if you can help. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm tired of him coming home feeling the way that he, he's feeling. And then I looked at him at one moment, at one point, I wanted to help Charles so bad because he doesn't deserve to go through what he's going through. 
But at one point, and at, an, at another point, this guy needs to pay for what he done to me. The anger, the frustration was just building back up in me. I was ready to retaliate because he needed to pay for what he has done, what he's caused in my life. And he said, I know what I caused you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, and I didn't know how to respond. I said, God, why are you doing this to me? What have I done? To, I thought I'd move on from this. Why now? And I realized that all these years, I've never let go of the anger because it was still there. And I realized God had to remind me to help me to really accept what he allowed and to learn to forgive. At that moment, I'm sitting here crying in front of this guy who made my life miserable. And the only words that I had to say was, I forgive you. And I said, listen, let's make sure no one else put Charles through what you put me through. We exchanged phone numbers and I began to work with Charles. And I told Charles, I said, let me tell you something. I said, you are the most important person in the entire world. Don't ever let anyone take that away from you. You have been given a gift. You have been given talents that you just haven't discovered yet. But you're going to have to accept the fact that you stutter and you have to learn to live with it. Make the best of it. They're going to laugh. Let them laugh. You just continue doing your best, being the best that you can. That's your power. Don't ever give that power to anyone. That's yours and appreciate the power and the gifts that God has given you and just live life to the fullest. And I've worked with Charles for several weeks and Charles began to improve with his stuttering. And it made me proud to know that the person who I've always seen as an enemy have became a friend. And I've gotten very close with Charles and and we've grown to help each other. And I've learned a very powerful lesson. Sometimes we can let things go, but I found that the best way to let things go is to learn to forgive. Thank you. That's a powerful story, my friend. All right. So you guys are still close as to how's Charles doing, doing today? Honestly, <laughs> I haven't heard from Charles nor his dad. Wow, it's been over 20 years. Wow. So we've we've lost contact. The phone numbers we've lost. So I haven't spoken to him in over 20 years. Wow. <laughs> Which is sad. I really would love to just meet them again, but it's been over 20 years. I'm sure Charles is a big man now and <laughs> and grown to new and better things. Well, we got we have social media now, so there might be <laughs> you should go do a I've been looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But that's a great story. That's a bit how old were you when that happened when you were working with Charles? I was twenty one. Okay. I was roughly about twenty one. We worked together we worked for about two, three years. We worked together. 
So that yeah. makes you know that makes sense to me now, a little more sense to me now, because I'm looking at you right now today as you are, and you're so calm and open and yeah. easy to connect with. And you know, I I just I have to think at this stage in your life, if that would show back up, you would probably feel those feelings a bit. But I don't think you'd have clenched fists at this point and be that angry. <laughs> no, right? because I've learned to forgive. Yeah. I tell you, I've learned the the I learned the gift of forgiveness. Let's put it like that, because it's easy to say I forgive, but when you can say it from your heart, it allows you to learn to. Let things go. God never asked asked me to forget what happened, but I've learned to forgive and let it go. Of course, sometimes I'm reminded of a lot of the challenges that I've been through, you know, during the time when I stuttered. But now as I, you know, revisit those moments, it just helped me to fight harder. It helped me not to give up. And that was one of my reasons why I joined Toastmasters, because there are times when I'm speaking in front of a crowd or, you know, I get nervous, anxiety. And so every time I face that challenge, I've learned to stop running and just continue facing it, go through with it. And so when I joined Toastmasters, <laughs> I joined Toastmaster. I remember the first meeting that we've had, you know, that we've had, and they asked me to do a um, a speech at the next meeting. And instantly I got very nervous and began to feel that feeling of anxiety. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it anyway. So, and when I was trying to prepare a speech, I couldn't think of one. And I went back and thought about share the time when you used to stutter. And I did. And I had no idea that one speech would have taken me for being a Toastmaster for one year, would have taken me from that point to being in the top 28 out of 30,000 contestants in the Toastmaster speech co competition. So I learned to just face those fears. Don't back out. Keep going. That's amazing. And the other thing that I think is kind of, uh, it, it's just a, super interesting is, you know, God, how he works. Yeah. Because he takes someone who has bullied you over a specific thing and says, okay, well, now I'm going to give you an experience around that to learn from. Yeah. And that, yeah. but, but he also gave him a solution to that experience, right? By having <laughs> him connected to you. So everyone got to grow through that. It wasn't easy for anyone, I'm sure. I mean, right. poor Charles had to, to, go through what you went through very similar thing in his childhood which is right. not you know bullying is never acceptable it's never okay it should never happen but right. you had to grow through that and then the person who was doing the bullying initially had to see what it feels like to have yeah. someone that you were powerless to that you love more than yourself and you're powerless to stop it so he had to seek out the person that he bullied yeah. and ask and beg for forgiveness so that you could both grow and then you could help Charles. And it's just an amazing, an amazing thing. I tell you, I still can't believe it because I've never thought I will see him again. And it's, as, as you said, it's funny how God would allow life to come back in circles just to help you revisit the moments to help you to move on from it. So many times we 
we face challenges or disappointments in life and we're ready to just run away from it. But it's not always the best solution. Sometimes we just have to go back and revisit it and to really bring some closure to it. And I think that was the important part for me as well as for Charles' dad because experiencing that, every time he hears his son stutters, it reminds him of what he put me through. That's something really hard to live with. Some people call it karma. Well, in the Bible, it said you reap what you sow. So, but that's what life is about. It's just a big circle. I guess. Yeah. And to that point, I want to acknowledge you because, you know, for the couple things that happened in that scenario, even though this showed up this way and it was very helpful in the long run for yeah. all involved, it didn't have to be like we still have free will. So, you know, True. this could have been orchestrated in this way. And, you know, at 21 years old, if you were angry enough, you could have just socked him in the face and then that would have changed the whole scenario and no one really would have won, right? You might I have felt a little bit in the moment. I, I'm sure you did and you had every right to feel that way. But the way you did it and the way that you collected yourself and allowed the scenario to play out according to God's will that he brought that there yeah. says a lot about you. It says a lot about Charles's dad for humbling himself enough at that point to ask for forgiveness right. and then you granting him that forgiveness. I mean, everyone play because, you know, I really believe, too, that God will give us opportunities and he'll give us grace. But it's up to us to cooperate with that. Exactly. Absolutely. Because I had the option. I had a choice. Right. I, I, I actually had a choice. But when I looked at Charles and I know exactly what he's going through with, he doesn't deserve that. And he doesn't deserve to see me punching his dad out. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, uh, you know, I, I've already made a commitment, told him I would help him. Yeah. And I couldn't go back on my word. And, and to see, and it's funny how God will bring this kid to me. I'm so compassionately, you know, vulnerable <laughs> of trying to help him. But yet here's this demon in front of me, you know? Mm-hmm. And so it was, it was very challenging. Wow, that was the most challenging thing I probably had ever experienced. But I am grateful for uh, being humble enough to not react, <laughs> you know, with what I was feeling, and just to just sit and just try to process it the best way I can, I could to you know to help him. So, well, Errol, it worked out. You're very. You're a great, you're a good man. You have a kind heart. You have great energy. And thank you for sharing these powerful stories, not only on this episode, but on the last episode we did together. I mean, you're doing big things and best of luck in your competition this year. I know that you're deep into the Toastmasters competition again this year. So yeah. best of luck. Get. I'm, I have no doubt you'll be in the top 30 again. And uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you're in the top five. I mean, you're, you're very, very talented. So Thank you for all you shared. I want to remind people, erroleandre.com is where they can go find you and keep up with everything you're up to. And uh, let's definitely do this again soon, my friend. This was a lot of fun, and you have some really powerful stories that you share in a really powerful way. Thank you, and I would love to. Thanks for the invite. Hey, everyone. I want to sincerely thank you for listening to the podcast. It really means a lot to me. Conversations are what I thrive on. It's something that I believe is so important for each and every one of us to have conversations that matter, to have conversations that connect us, to create relationships with each other. So the conversation that I have with the guests that are on the show, the conversations that the guests and I create to have with you are equally important and a great way for you to have 
conversations with us is to rate and review the podcast. So if you could go to Apple Podcasts, go to wherever you listen to your podcasts and rate and review this, it is much appreciated. And you can always find us at MediaMario.com. If you go to MediaMario.com, you can find all the things there. If you want to connect with the guests that I had on today or guests that I've had on the show in the past, you can go to MediaMario.com and get their information. If you want to connect with me and have a conversation with me, I welcome that. All my social links everywhere that you can find me all over the web is at MediaMario.com. So go there, visit us, connect with us. I'd love to have conversations with you. I hope you found value in today's show, and I can't wait to bring you the next conversation on the next episode of The Conversation Guy. Until then, have a wonderful day, and we'll talk to you real soon.